0: Welcome back to American Billiard Radio. Alright, welcome back, pool fans from across the country and around the world. You're listening to American Billiard Radio. And my name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. It is July the 21st, 2016. First thing we should do is uh, hand out some congratulations by the bucket pool to the Junior Nationals. The BEF Junior Nationals. uh, Props to the BEF for putting together this great event. Um, They have gone from merely a handful of qualifiers to about 43 qualifiers, state qualifiers, and uh, 193 participants in the event. Great attendance, great bunch of kids. So congrats to the BEF for holding yet another successful event, and congrats to the winners. You know, those kids... Just played their hearts out, man. April Larson with a strong finish again. This is her, I think it's her fifth junior national title. So congrats to April and to Ricky Evans and to Ashley Fullerton and Nathan Childress. All you guys, props to you for well job, job well done. I mean, that was just fantastic. And congrats to Mr. Rodney Morris once again. And Miss Belinda Calhoun, they were nominated for this year's Hall of Fame induction. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Morris Rodney Morris will be in the uh, entered under the greatest players category, and Miss um, Calhoun will be uh, honored in the veteran players category. So, props to both of those guys. Um, congratulations on the recognition. I'm certainly I'm certain that it will make you proud and and a lot of other people too. So good on you mate as they say in Australia. Good stuff. Um what else is going on, you know, unless you live in a cave, you know, the BCA US Open 10 ball is blasting away right now as we speak out in Vegas. Vegas is lit up like a airport very literally. Um, pool players from all across the, the, the country and in the around the world, in some cases, coming out. There's the U.S. Open 10 ball right now. Um, coming up is also the 40th BCA Pool League Nationals that are going to start right now. And then uh, in another day or so, the U.S. Open 8 ball championship going on in Vegas out there. There's lots of great pool going on in Vegas right now. As a matter of fact, uh, we talked to Mr. Ozzy Reynolds of CSI a little more about it. He gave us the rundown on all the the particulars and the setup and all the different events. So if you want to stick around, uh, we're going to get to Ozzy here in a couple minutes with Mr. Mark Cantrell. We also have uh, over in the, across the pond in the UK, the Great Britain Nineball Open is, is uh, kicking off also tomorrow. So that's where we're going to be. Some of our, uh, what do you call it, uh, future Moscone Cup guys are going to sort themselves out. So, lots of great pool going on. And this week we have a treat. We're going to be talking to Miss Melinda Bailey down in the great state of Texas. She's, uh, boy, that girl's a busy woman. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. A great pool supporter. And, uh, you know, she represents some of the better things about pool. You know, people that are that are educated, they conduct their business reputably. They host great events and make sure that everything goes well. She's been involved in this in this for a long time, and uh, devolves uh, devolves and deserves a lot of props for all that she's been able to accomplish and uh, help out actually in the in the pool industry. So I took a couple minutes to chat with Melinda and. Uh, You know, just so you guys get to know a little more about her and what have you. She's a great gal. And uh, heck, you know, you never know when you might end up in Texas. So, you know, it's good to get to know (laughs) these guys. She also does a little bit of writing. In case you didn't know that, she's got a great pool blog, The Pool Journey. Pool Journey. Look her up, do some reading there. She's got some great, uh, you know, cerebral stuff to share with you. So, get to know a little bit more about melinda bailey right after this all right welcome back everybody I and i am talking to miss melinda bailey down in the great state of texas what's going on melinda how are you I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, we're getting some of that Texas style weather up here. It's like I want to say it's about 97 degrees today.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: I love hot weather. So yeah,
1: I do too.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of excited for you. Uh, I know me too. I, I it's I can't wait. You know, I wait for it all winter long for the heat to come back. And and uh, the 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 natives think I'm a goober because I like it to get so hot. You know, and obviously they don't like that around here so much, but. But, well,
1: you're from Texas, so that's why you can appreciate the, yes. how good the sun feels and how yeah. awesome it is to be around hot weather.
0: It is. Well, I mean, then you can get out and you can get in the water, you know, and, and do things, you know, whereas when it's, you know, five degrees, it's, it's just, you're trying to save, <laughs> right. trying to save your life at that point, you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Right. Anyway, so, uh, you know, you have sort of the uh, multifaceted pool career and you're like the 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 pool industry's leading meteorologist how do you juggle <laughs> all of this stuff at the same time
1: well uh it's interesting you say that cuz the reason why I I love the job that that I have in the National Weather Service is because I have to multitask well
2: yeah
1: and so I multitask also in my life <laughs> in general <laughs> but also with uh with pool um, sure. you, just, you know, just whether it's, you know, leagues or running tours or, you know, blogging or whatever, you just have to, it's, it's part of being able to multitask well yeah. and liking it too. Liking multitasking. Yeah.
2: For yeah.
0: sure. Uh, well, and liking the things that you're having to multitask probably helps as well.
1: For sure. Yes. Because anything. As you know, you don't want to do you procrastinate on for sure. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, exactly. That's a fact. Uh, that's why yeah. I don't have any clean shirts today. As a matter of fact, for that exact reason, <laughs> it, I didn't feel like doing my laundry yet. Okay, so you know that's all right. Um, exactly. There, the pool scene in Texas is strong. I mean, it. It. There has been other. Uh, there are other states where they have the unfortunate issue of e- the economy is is eating away at um you know some of the the service industry and you know the restaurants and the and the and the extras in life but um the pool in texas is just banging as far as i can tell is this am i just seeing this from a distance or is that really true
1: it is really true, and and one of the reasons is not just because the state of Texas is so huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's because we have a lot of big cities that have a lot of great pool players. Yeah. And so I think that that's what uh, that's the reason why you you know hear Texas a lot, such and such is from Texas because
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: we have Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, even at, you know El Paso, all these places that um, have. Great players in, the, in a lot of pool rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is, is uh, pool rooms in Texas, most of them have uh, mostly eight-foot tables, so that's the only difference between other yeah. states. where At some states, they're only nine-foot, mostly in the pool rooms. Ours are mostly eight-foot tables, but uh,
2: yeah.
1: The, the state is so huge with so many big cities that that's why.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I mean, that's fantastic for, for all the pool players down there, obviously. Right. There's rarely a shortage of, uh, of places to play it, for that matter, you know? Right. So what else has been going on with your life? You, uh, are you, are you, um, setting out to, to Vegas to take everybody's money?
1: <laughs> well, actually I, uh, I am going to nationals, BCAPL nationals. Uh-huh. And, um, but I'm only going out there to watch and support friends. It's okay. it's uh, bittersweet for me. It's uh, the first year I'm going in 20 years, honestly, that uh, I haven't played in an event. I'm just oh. going to watch. I'm trying my hardest to get away from leagues and get away from playing, actually. I'm trying to focus more on the backside of pool. And um, so I'm still going, though, just because I love Vegas. It's my favorite city in the world. And also because all my friends are going to be there at the yeah. same time. Yeah, sure. Um, but I have it, I debate for over a month straight of, should I put my entry fee in, should I not, should I, <laughs> should I not? Because I know when I go, yeah. I'm going to wish I was playing. I yeah. mean, I love diamond bar tables. I love eight ball. It's my favorite game. And uh, it's going to be so hard to to just watch and not play. I mean, I've played scotch doubles, you know, singles, teams. I've, oh, my gosh, it's going to be very tough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know the feeling. I know what you mean. That's I But c- I did
1: notice um I I I, li- I in the division I was in last year the singles open. I got fifth in it and um there was like two hundred and two hundred and fifty players. Oh, and yeah. the division I would be in this year there's only like hundred and eleven. Oh wow. So <clears throat> they definitely uh the attendance as far as at least the women's singles has gone down compared yeah. to last year.
2: Sure, sure, the sure. The men's
1: the men's looks like it's still the same. And I don't know if that's Fargo rating reasons or not.
0: I have no idea. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I, there's been some, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, some stirrings. There's some stirrings. There's some happenings. Some things bubbling up and cooking in, in, in the female uh, ranks of the pool world. You know, ev- new events, some new talk of new events, and some, heck, there's even like a a competitor to the WPBA now. How do you feel? Yeah, I
2: heard heard about that. Well,
0: yeah, and I wanted to know what. I don't want you to get political on me or anything, but I want you to know what a female player thinks about the status quo. What 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 are we doing here, and what should be happening, and what's not happening?
1: Well, I think because I'm not playing also in regional tours as much, I don't know that much about it. I kind gotcha. of heard about it. I kind of seen some posts about it, maybe a couple emails. But um, the WPBA, they didn't have a lot of stops. And so as long as they
2: sure. – this
1: new entity – and I'll be honest, I couldn't even tell you the name of it.
2: <laughs> right. As
1: long as this new entity thinks of the players and they do have events and they do have events with added money, um, I think it. You know, that will be good for the female players. Mm, um, but I just don't know enough – Really yeah. about it, no I, I was it. actually surprised that there was a, a comp- i guess I shouldn't call it a competition um cause the more the merrier i guess, but uh I don't really know that much about it
0: right no well i i I don't know enough to know whether it's good or bad if there if there is such a thing, what I do know is if, right. if there if there's more games more matches you know if there's more involvement then in theory that should be a good thing you know what i mean that's right especially on
1: tv if we can get yeah you know every you know i hear all the time you know oh you play good what you know are you pro and i'm like no there's no money in it and there's everyone's so surprised to hear that yeah there's no money in pool and i was like I was like, you know, I won a national championship. I won ACS Nationals, uh, the singles, and I said, I won $850. I said, so they're like, that's it? And I go, exactly. I was like, if it paid like tennis or golf, yeah. I would quit my day job and be a pool player, a professional pool player. But there's just no money in it.
2: So yeah. Yeah.
1: if they, you know, if this new entity can, can make it lucrative for the players, I'm, well, everyone would be for it.
2: Yeah, know?
0: that's a fact. That's a fact, yeah. And then, for sure. Well, and I guess that my original point was just that, the the ladies at least you know ladies only events there needs to be more of them there really does yes. you just don't have
1: no, for sure yeah
0: you know that's and that's
1: the other thing is i would tell people is that you know the pro tour for the women there'd only be a couple events if that yeah. in the past couple of years so
0: right right fortunately vivian's taken that taken that horse by the reins and uh she's doing something fantastic with her event have you spoken with her recently
1: I haven't. Uh, the last time I talked to her was uh, actually in Vegas last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I always love her ideas and yeah. and what she has for in store for the pool world. Yeah. Um, I know she's she's moved the Tornado Open down to Florida in October, I believe, or something. October, yeah. November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's great stuff. I mean, uh, yeah, th- that as you well know, because you have been involved in tournament direction before. That is a that's a. Um, A lot of work you know for uh, and, and not a lot of reward for that we you know it's been said so many times specifically even on this program we've talked to different people and they talk about the fact how well you know what i do it because i love the game and It's <laughs> right. sure. so it's it's like the most bittersweet phrase you could ever hear. Where you know, yeah. oh, that's awesome that this person's dedicated, but yep, nope, you're not going to get any money out of it. You're not right. getting paid. Uh, that sucks. You know that. Yeah. I you know the, Yeah, for sure. There the. the it's coming around. There, there are more more events than there has been in a, a recent years. There's a lot of new events coming on to the the scene, and the events that still existed, like say the U.S. Open nine ball and what have you, they're even better than they were before. So you know, right
1: for sure. Yeah, the,
0: the efforts being put in there. Um, I I just think we have a little ways to go before everybody will be and I,
1: happy. right. And I think that um, having tournaments. What I've noticed uh is that having tournaments beat towards Moscone cup points it definitely gets a lot of players to tournaments that they wouldn't go to before True. they're all vying. Yes. you know the guys are all vying for those
0: right 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 so well,
1: that's defi- that's probably one of the biggest things in my opinion that's happened for them for the, the yeah, guys
0: Yeah, absolutely well and then, and and you have hit the nail on the proverbial head with this because. That is the problem or one of there's so many problems, but there, that's one of the major problems we have right now is that even with some of these great events being held across the country at various times, they don't lead from one thing to the next. So there's, as you were just pointing out, the opposite of the Moscone Cup gives them a reason there is a connection from one event to the next for that. Unfortunately, not that Moscone Cup is not great awesome wonderful fantastic event but we need something in the united states that can tie everything together that gives them the same reasons to to want to attend and to want to do well at all the events because it leads to something at the end like a national title you know or a north american championship or something along those lines i think that would do the same thing it would give more motivation to to participate and at the end of the day, you know, there's something at the end right. waiting for you, a prize or a reward, hopefully, a big pile of cash, <laughs> <laughs> ideally, right. you know. But sorry, I don't well, mean to preach. Go ahead.
1: No, it's, it's funny you say that because um, I started the Omega Beards Tour in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and um, we have a ranking system. Yeah. And, um, you know, I really didn't. I mean, I started the ranking system just so that we could see, you know, who would be the tour champion based on points and, you know, because otherwise you can't figure that out, you know, and maybe who's most improved player and, you know, and things like that. And so I instituted that with the tour. It was I've only started like four or five years ago or something. And I didn't think – I didn't know how important it was to people, you know. I mean, I just, you know, a bunch of guys playing pool. I mean, I don't know, you know. I'm yeah. just doing rankings really – you know figure out who gets the plaque and who gets the prizes and stuff. Well, it turns out I've found out in the last few months that people are printing the rankings out after every tournament. <laughs> they are seeing when they move, you know, where they move up and and they're yeah. seeing where they were last year. They're seeing who they've passed up um, they, uh, if I don't do the rankings within a couple weeks, because I do have a full-time job, but if I don't do the rankings, I'm getting emails and texts, hey, when the rankings going to be updated. And so it's really interesting that it, it just how important that is. And that's, you know, for the whole year. And by the end of the year, you know, you find out, you know, who the tour champion is. And we give prizes for the first, for the top three. And then we also, uh, CSI has given us free entries to the next year for BCA Nationals. Where they give us like five of those, four nice. or five free Entry fees, and so everyone's really vying for them. And you don't, you know. And if there was something like that, you know, across the United States, that's something towards the end of the year that everyone would look yeah. forward to. It would definitely help. Yeah, for sure.
0: I agree. I agree. And I in- mean,
1: money, money would be great, but money's <laughs> money's <laughs> tough. But uh, yeah. you know, last year was interesting. The um, the, ter- the 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 tournament that decided who would be the tour champion was before the final stop because that's what we do all the awards and everything yes. and um the guy finished first and he knew where the second place guy had who was in the rankings at the time he knew where he had finished and he, he so he wins the tournament and i go up to him and give him the envelope and he says thank you and, and i said man that was a really great tournament you know you just that was i mean he played really good and he goes well thanks but i think i'm 5 points from being the tour champion because he had already looked at the points, he'd already <laughs> seen where he was. He already figured out where the other guy had to finish for him to be yeah. tour champion, and he knew it. And the other guy did too. The other guy was watching and watching. And he's like, you yeah. know, it was just—it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it's,
1: it tickles me actually.
0: Well, no, that's good stuff, and that's what guys like. They like the the stats. They like to know where you know what their percentages are and where they stand. That that's just yeah. I'm, I don't that's know. That's
1: true. And I guess I didn't realize that.
0: maybe maybe the ladies like that too i don't know i can't speak for the ladies because well, i'm not
2: one i know? mean
1: i would always look at the rankings too like if i made the top 10 if i made the top five you know Sure, or,
2: sure. you know but
1: i'm hearing of course we have a lot of players you know that uh, we have 80 to 100 players every stop so it's a lot of players i guess i'm hearing back from
0: Do y'all play all in the same cities or is that just around texas in different places okay.
1: Well, it's just in DFW, and so Dallas-Fort Worth. And so you had mentioned earlier about, you know, all, the lot of pull coming out of Texas or hearing a lot. And um, the reason why I started the, the tour is because there was no, there was like two tours in Houston, and there was one, the Fast Eddie's tour. Um, the Fast Studies tour was fabulous, but there was no – there was only at Fast Eddie locations right. or establishments. Right. And there was not there – there wasn't one in Dallas-Fort Worth. And so – Anytime you wanted to play in a Fast Studies tour, which they were fantastic, by the way. They even had a separate ladies' event and everything. We had to go to Austin or San Antonio or Houston or College Station or Lubbock or something. And I was like, you know, there's so many players in Dallas-Fort Worth. You know, I wonder how it would be. You know, we should start one up here and see what happens. And um, a lot of players were very, you know, were backing me. Yes, Melinda, do it, do it. You know, because they did as much as they love traveling for pool, they didn't want to keep having to go to Houston, mill no fence, you know, cause it's like a five hour drive for yeah, some, yeah, seven yeah. for others, you know, Texas yeah. is huge. It is. And, um, so I talked to uh, Michael Wong of, uh, of Omega Billiards, um, a couple years before I even started. And he was like, I'm all on board. He's like, I'm there. He says, whenever you're ready, he's like, I'm, you know, <laughs> I- I'm willing to help out. And, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, it, it, i almost can't i almost never have an opening because there's just so many people in dallas fort worth and it's just in dallas fort worth it's not we haven't even expanded past it because we, there's so many pool rooms and stuff yeah and
0: um no oh, that's awesome
1: and i can't and and you know the the players want more stops and they want you know different pool rooms and you know, and the or no, I should say that the pool rooms want two stops a year, and I I I have to turn them away because number one, there's not enough time. <laughs> yeah. Number two, I just you know it can only do so many for you know for the year. Right. So, right. No. And I have new pool rooms that want to join all the time and stuff, and and yeah, uh, that's good. but that's you know it's the players problem. It's the players. It's yes, for sure. No, I'm not complaining, but it's the players that keep it going. You know, it's the players that yes. you know, talk the tour up and. You know it's for the players um and so you know i'm I'm always open to suggestions and hearing things and and it's a handicap tour uh which makes it very interesting to sponsor and i michael wong again um and i'm sure you've seen his displays at big tournaments he's the one that has the yes. largest displays of <laughs> billiard tell your finale is what i call it uh, yeah. the booths and everything His the biggest one that you see when you walk in but uh he's uh here in dallas fort worth he's stationed here his his, his supplies shop is here but anyway um you know he's the one thing him and i talked about was we want a tour for everybody you know from you know the pros all, you know because the pros they complain a lot about they don't have anywhere to play yeah, yeah so we want a spot for them but we also want a spot for the players that are up and coming and so we made it a handicap tour which makes it extremely frustrating and difficult as a tournament director. <laughs> it's the part that <laughs> yeah. is the most difficult. I can I can I can not even express enough how difficult it is, but um, it's part of the it's part of the process. It's part of the tour, and so I'm, I don't complain about that. I just know it's part of it. But um, that's another reason why we feel it's successful because we you know it is handicap, and so when like Jeremy's, we go from five to nine, so the ranking is five to nine. So I raced a. You know, you race to five, six, seven, eight, or nine. so Jeremy's a pro, he's a Jeremy Jones, so he's a nine, I'm a six, so I get to go to six. He goes to nine. I feel like I have a chance. I never do, but <laughs> but you know a lot of people have never got to play Jeremy Jones, you right. know or c j Wiley that's you know? right yes yeah,
2: right. and
1: and so they love the opportunity. I mean, we get a lot of players that are eight to nine, not necessarily pros that you know they wish it was even. But the reason why we don't do that is, is we don't want the same people winning all the time, right? And then the the lower players like me, like if it wasn't handicap, I know I wouldn't play. I wouldn't give them fifty dollars to play even against, <laughs> you know, <laughs> some yeah. of these players. I mean, I'm not stupid, you know. So yeah. it's really working out well, and it's it's honestly a dream come true for me. It yeah. really is. It's something I've envisioned for a while, and and it's a dream come true for the players that they're able to do what they love their passion and also make a little money at it and improve their game and that's what and it and it's a cascading effect you know you talked about the economy earlier yeah. it's a huge cascading effect because yes. pool rooms that are now re-felting their tables where they wouldn't before because we're coming there people are showing up to pool rooms beforehand to practice and they've never been there they find out oh Rusty's in Arlington is a 24 hour pool room because we have a stop there you know, there's all there's all sorts of things. People are getting lessons from other people. I mean, it's it's a huge domino effect. Yeah. And and we just we just love it because that's that's another reason why Michael Wong and I did it for the for the pool economy for the pool world. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's sure. that's that's exactly what needs to have happen at the you know I hate to use catchphrases, but at the grassroots level, you know, that's that's where your players come from. You know, so no, for sure, yes. if these things are yeah. not happening, you know, we're not fostering the game or the players or the economy on the most basic level. So props exactly. to you and to every other person that frustratingly, unrec- <laughs> you know, for no money practically and without very little recognition for it that goes to the time and trouble it takes to make these happen, you know, in small towns all across America, as a matter of fact.
1: Right, right. Well, I can say that that one of the reasons why the Omega Tour keeps going is because of the the accolades and appreciation that we get. Okay. There's not uh, there's not a day go by after a tournament where someone doesn't say thank you, you know, or I appreciate you, you know, all the work you do or the tour because that goes a really long way. Because there's nothing, as you know, there's nothing more frustrating. There's busting your butt, you know, and then. All you get are complaints. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Just... So Absolutely. when you get a few, you know, when you get the accolades, and, and there are, they're very sincere. I've heard actually from probably at least five people that have told me that they were going to stop playing pool until the tour came around. And now they're like, you know what? It gives me something to look <laughs> forward to. Awesome. Something to practice, something to play. And, you know, and I mean, you can play <laughs> league all you want, but to play in a tour with, you know, with points and rankings and right. you can, can become a tour champion or, you know, you get your name in magazines, you know, on the website. I mean, there's all sorts of, you get pictures mm-hmm. and, right. you know, there's all sorts of things to it. And so it, it really is a dream come true for me, for the oh, players.
0: That's good stuff, man. And, you know, you hit, you You mentioned this, uh, you talked about the them having something to be proud of, basically, you know, with their, mm-hmm. the... Uh, props to them whatever they win then the attention and the whatnot maybe even a write-up or an article in a magazine or what have you or maybe even American billiard radio calls them on the phone and, <laughs> and, and you know exactly. gives them their five minutes of fame there is
2: exactly there
0: is something specifically um about that that I want to make a point here and that is that it, and this applies all the way across the board from amateurs to pros since the news media does not give us the time of day, there is a sort of a, a lacking of, and, and and this is, I don't want to make it seem like a selfish endeavor, but there's no fame involved, or very little fame involved outside of, you know, the few people that pay attention to any any one individual event. And so what happens with that, is then you don't have the public doesn't know much about any of these professional players, which means that they're not fans of theirs. They don't know anything about them. They don't know anything about their record or whether or not they should like them or whether they should hate them, you know? So (laughs) truly, you know, sometimes the the best matches to watch is when the the villain, you're watching the villain get get beat, you know, by the hero, that kind of thing. So there is this fandom that's lacking and one of the things that we like to do with this program is just give the people the listeners out there a chance to hear and talk with some of these players and get to know more about them because then like i said at the end of the day it's like oh hey melinda likes dogs i like dogs melinda's cool or you know melinda likes pizza i like pizza or melinda likes chicken fried steak oh i hate chicken fried steak now i want to watch her get beat (laughs) But n- <laughs> now they have a reason. They have an emotional investment right. where it's like, okay, right. that's I, a favorite player of mine. Or I like to watch that person get beat because they like cats better than dogs. You know, it, all it is, all right. there's video everywhere. I can watch anybody play all over YouTube and everywhere else. But I don't get a chance to to find out anything about the people. You know what I mean? So that's the gap we'd like to try to fill. Is to let people know, you know, hey, look, Melinda's just a regular person. You know what she likes? Clouds, all right. So big deal. It's not a problem. We oh. we we don't think you're crazy or anything. It's not, you know, it's a nice person. She's just because she's a meteorologist does not mean that she's a dorky. You know what I mean? That's not right. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> I like the weather. I'm a huge weather buff, and I talk about I it almost like e- everywhere, every week on the show. They make fun of me because the first thing I ask them is like what's the weather like where you're at, you know, and they're like what this is a pool program. Funny, I get
1: the qu- I get the same exact question every week too. <laughs>
0: yeah. They're like why are you talking about the weather? And I'm like well, you know what? It's important.
1: Why are you It is. It's one of the reasons why I love my job is it affects the weather affects everyone's life every day. Yeah. And I'm in customer service and I I absolutely love what I do. Like I just uh, put on Facebook the other day. I I love coming into work every single day, and I'm very blessed because not some people are trying to get out of work, you know, <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out how to call in sick. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to get there. I just I'm very very lucky.
0: For yeah, sure. no kidding, man. I know exactly what you mean. I, I, it's <laughs> it's good to love what you're doing. I mean, it's important. If you yes. if you don't love your job, that sucks. That really sucks, man. Yes. Anyway, sure. I'm sorry to take up so much of your time, Melinda. I appreciate though you you, uh, you taking time out of your busy day, saving the world from from lightning and tornadoes. That's <laughs> that's really nice. Well,
1: one other thing you were mentioning about pe- relating to people is I actually have a pool blog, and um, oh, yeah. I call it "Pool's a Journey" because pools you know, it's not there's not really an end. It's a it's a journey of life, really, not just in pool, but. Uh, it's called pull of the journey and, uh, I get, uh, every once in a while, i get someone, you know, that can relate to one of the posts about, you know, it could be about league or, you know, I, the other day I posted something, one of the reasons, maybe I don't play league is, uh, how much we made when we got second and it was like $238 and, you know, they were like, oh my God, <laughs> they were like, what kind of league are you in, you know, and <laughs> it's, it's nice to, uh, to get that, to hear back from people. Sure. Um. You know, to compare things across the country of, of what pe- other people are going through. Yeah. As yeah. far as, you know, what their leagues are doing or, you know, they have the same emotions in a match or, you know, sure. things like that.
0: Yeah, no, that's good stuff. It brings people together too, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: We were just, sure. we went we just had the, uh, what you call it, Junior Nationals, BEF Junior yeah. Nationals and the Atlantic Challenge Cup with a BCA trade show sandwiched in between and yeah. i mean i have not seen so many kids uh, in one room in my life <laughs> there was a, it was 193 kids wow. at, at this bef junior nationals i want to say they had i think they're up to like 43 qualifiers different state qualifiers now
1: wow i mean that's impressive it and is that's Im-
0: good that's good for pool it is great for pool i mean like you were right. talking about those kids are buying cues and chalk and bags and they're right. playing on tables and table time and everything you know great for pool for sure. but even better was the connections like you had companies coming together and players and families and friends and everybody was there for the same reason they just wanted to see this yeah. go off in the best possible way and let these kids yeah. walk away with a big smile on their face no matter what happened so that's when the bringing to of to, together of the people i think is just as important as play in some you know in some occasion absolutely Good networking. That's
1: interesting. You say that um, about bringing people together because my next door neighbor, unfortunately, their son had a, um, a uh, an accident with the parachute there, and uh, it didn't open. Oh my god! And so he's par- he got he got paralyzed, and uh, he's probably in his thirties, I would guess. And he almost didn't survive, and his speech is affected, and he can't walk, and all this type of stuff. But he uses a, a cane, wheelchair, sort of thing. Well, anyway, they had. Um, like a like olympics for them and one of the things that they do is play nine ball
2: oh cool so they
1: do archery and they do nine ball and they i forget the other thing he did so he got so they because you know, i told him i was like give me an update you know so he got like i think he got second and nine ball and he got third in archery and i really forget what the other one is but it's it, but what what the parents talked to me most about was how everyone came together.
2: Yes. All the
1: families of right. of you know, the the families and friends and sponsors and everyone that are trying to do for their affected family member who now can no longer walk right. you know by themselves sure. or whatever.
2: Right. And
1: it and it brought you know, and it and I was so it tickled me so much to know that billiards was a part of that. Absolutely. I just can't even express how, how cool that was.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You would have thought these kids were i mean i it was like band camp or something you know what I mean <laughs> like they, they they were swapping jerseys you know and signing right, each other's right. stuff. It was like they did oh, we have to play pool too, yeah, but no, we're here to have fun, right. you know, they were just having such a ball it was it was just awesome to see that if when they well, love it that much, thing, there's you
1: know. only one thing I don't like about it is that I've already run across several that have played better than me already. So, <laughs> yeah. I know. They really do. I mean, it's it's impressive how how much they, they, they play so well already.
0: Yes, they but do. But it's
1: nice to see, you know, because the rest of us, I say the rest of us, people you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, we've been trying to play pool well our entire lives, and they're already playing with, where we're finally at.
2: I'm telling you. so,
1: but it's, I, I'm joking, but it's really, it's really awesome to see. It really is. And I, I hope it helps the pool in general for sure.
0: Yes, absolutely. It will. And it will continue to do that. I, you know, Again, it, I'm trying to make a correlation between them bringing people together and making this kind of stuff, and yep. you and you doing the exact same thing. So you can try to be modest about it, but I'm giving you props. That's for for like Uh-oh. I said, for going through the pain in the in the, in the butt and doing all the <laughs> all the little nitpicky stuff. That at the end of the day, they're having a good time doing the tournament, doing playing the game that they love. You know, that's that's good stuff, man. Thanks you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I would expect no less from a Texan. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, all the all the bigger and better tournaments are in Texas, that's what that's what they say. you know, everything's bigger in Texas, so
1: that's right.
0: All right, well, I'm gonna get out of your hair and so do you need to send a shout out to anybody?
1: Um, I just appreciate your time actually, and even considering. Talking to me, so hey, that's, all that's right. who I want to take the shout out
0: to. Is right. you. Well, thank thanks. you for yeah. all you do. You're welcome. You're very welcome. I mean, we enjoyed I hope it. everyone
1: has a great, great day and week and month and year.
0: Yes, it's
1: going to be a great year for everybody.
0: All right, and you be safe out in Vegas. Don't do anything that I wouldn't do, which you know kind of that's leaves not much. That leaves it <laughs> pretty wide open for you there. But <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you again soon, Melinda. You take care.
1: All right, thank you.
0: Yeah.
3: Welcome back to American Billion Radio. This is Mark Cantrell and the Legends and Champions Report. Uh, today, I mean, this, this last two weeks, actually, has been full of all kinds of stuff. We've had the BCA trade show going on, uh, the Atlantic Challenge Cup with the juniors, the junior nationals, uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan made an appearance in uh, Chicago as he is doing uh, the TV show around the country. And... Um, not much of a break after that and we're into the BCA Nationals and uh, all kinds of activities going on there, thousands of pool players. So I uh, reached out to, first of all, I reached out to Mark Griffin, uh, the founder of Sports International, shall we say, and him being as old as he is, he, he tends to forget things, so he said I don't know, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast, he said. But the man in charge is Ozzy Reynolds. So we got Mr. Ozzy Reynolds on the line with us. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing very well. Thank you. You having a good time in Vegas? I'm having a very busy time in Vegas. I Las Vegas, Nevada, busiest time of the year for you guys, probably. Um, <laughs> first of all, I mentioned the BCA, so let me, let me just start there before I move on. Um you've been uh, accepted onto the board now of the BCA, correct?
4: I have. It actually, believe it or not, came as a little bit of a surprise to me. But uh, I was elected to the BCA Board of Directors, and I'm very, very excited about that. What, 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 why was it a surprise to you? Uh, well, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm relatively new uh, at this level of the industry, I, I guess you would say. Right. Um, the guys I was running against were, were very good, top-notch guys who've been around for a while. Um, very good credentials, by all accounts, very good people. Um, so when I when I was told that I was actually voted in uh, and won, I, I was just a little bit of a shock due to the quality of the people I was running against.
3: Okay, that's, that's fair enough. Um, I don't, I, I, you know, I've never even... Thought about how, what what the process is to to get onto the board uh, and what it can actually do, what you can actually do to help anything once you're on the board, uh, as far as what decisions get made. Honestly, I'm kind of clued into the business, but I only see the BCA rankings, the BCA trade show, and that's about as far as I know what they do. You know, is it uh, one of the things that is going on within the BCA that way you feel you can make an impact?
4: Well, you know, it's probably a little too early to tell. Uh, they're a trade organization uh, whose goal is to serve their membership. That includes manufacturers, room owners, league operators, and more. Um, and I figured, although I'm not really clued in as to everything they do as well, uh, there's no way I can help on the sidelines, so why not get involved? And that's what led me to run in the first place.
2: Right.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, let's let's uh, move on. we got, you know, like you said, the big week uh, there at the Rio. And uh, you've got, your, obviously, the BCA Nationals uh, are on. And you, you guys, are, are, is it Bad Boys Millions are streaming that for free, right? So you can watch your friends, family, etc., play or on the BCA. That's correct. We, we have the BCA Pool League National Championships
4: and the USA Pool League National Championships going on from July 20th, which was yesterday, was the first day, and it'll go all the way through July 30th. And last year, we had the CSI streaming crew Uh, set up, and we did the pro events, the U.S. Open, 10-ball and 8-ball. We did a couple special challenge matches, and then our crew streamed the amateurs on the days that we did not have pro matches. This year, we wanted to do more for the amateurs. So we actually have two streaming arenas set up, one for the pro matches and pro events and one for the amateur events. And Bad Boys has got their streaming uh, equipment all set up and they're streaming the amateurs for us uh, every day every single day all day and that is for free and it can be accessed on our website at playcsipool.com
3: I, I didn't know that bad boys would join uh, any stream at all to be honest what, what, they, 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 they weren't it's brand new they just got it
4: going um, probably about two months ago they've done two amateur events so far the first one they did was the Texas BCAPL National National Championships, State Championships, I should say. Uh, and I flew down there to check it out, and they do
3: a really good job. So it was a no brainer. Well, Bad Boys have, uh, I mean, that's, that's a hard working group of people right there from my experience with them. I mean, from setting up the. Did they set up all the tables for you?
4: They set up all the tables, they hang, almost hang all the lights. I say almost because uh, the yeah, hotel yeah. has to do the rigging and the chains, and from that point uh, down, then Bad Boys hangs the lights on the chains. They move in all the tables, clean, set up, uh, execute the tournament, tear down. It's an amazing group of people. The first day of set up here in the main ballroom, uh, we worked overnight. It was Sunday night, I believe. And they moved in 124
3: pool tables in six hours. What do you say, moved, When you say 100, 126 pool tables, when you say moved them in, do you mean you moved? They moved them in, or were they ready playable? I Mean you know, leveled and everything. They were almost
4: playable. They were taken off the truck, legs put on, put into place.
3: Um, probably about half of them leveled. Yeah, that's, I've uh, I've I've seen them at work before, and I don't know. Somehow, I got roped into helping one time. And they've got that fancy, they've got like a fancy uh, like gurdy thing that they com- that they put the tables on to roll them into the truck and stack them up. Uh, how, how many tables do you have there altogether? This
4: year, we have a little over 300.
3: Wow, that's that's some work. I tell you, I wouldn't. They deserve every penny they get. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so you got the the BCA uh, nationals are going on. Uh, you can get that from PlayCSIPool.com. dot uh, Actually, either
4: one will work. If you go to PlayBCA.com, uh, that'll get you to the BCA pool league section of our website. PlayCSIPool.com com is the actual website, uh, and. Because CSI is a parent company of the BCA right. Pool League and the USA Pool League. And we do right. other independent events, such as the US Opens.
3: Right. Let, well, let's, let's talk about the, the uh, US Opens. We've got the US Open 8 ball and 10 ball. Uh, they both carry Moscone Cup points. And um, you've just, uh, just about gone with, at this point, with the 10. Uh, so, yes, no. It's the eight ball, correct? The eight ball was no, first. No, the ten balls
4: first. It started yesterday. Today is day two, um, and it's scheduled to finish tomorrow night. The finals is at 5:30 p.m. And that can be that, now. That's a pay-per-view event. That is live stream pay-per-view, uh, and that can be. All the information and purchase packages can be found on playcsipool.com. And we've got a top-notch crew streaming that event this year. Uh, three terrific commentators, two camera operators. Uh, we've, got, we've got some new additions to our streaming this year. We have an overhead camera that gives you a nice bird's-eye view of the, camp, of the table. Um, new carpet in the arena. The, uh, the Rio carpet was a little loud, so to speak, for the camera.
3: <laughs>
4: so the arena has a new look. We've got some new lighting, uh, additional camera. Uh, much of the same team is returning, but we do have a, a two new commentators to our team. And, boy, so far everybody's doing a terrific job. I think this is the best product we've ever ha- we've ever produced.
3: That was, who's doing this? So who's doing the, commentator? the new, Who are the new commentators?
4: Well, we have Jay Helford is returning. He's been on our team for a long, long time. Um, and the two new ones are Freddie Agner from California and George Teachea
3: from Arizona. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I was talking to, uh, I guess, Bill Stuck's working there as well. He, he he can't stay away from you guys, can he? No, no. He, he's enjoying
4: his retirement, but I guess this is, a, I don't know, a two-week taste of why he
3: retired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, So today, well, let's say tomorrow, what time does the the, uh, time ball start back up again?
4: Uh, 10 a.m. So what we have left um, at 5.30 p.m. this afternoon, that's Pacific time, we have our hot seat match, and it's going to be a good one. Shane Van Boning versus Rodney Morris for the hot seat. Yeah,
3: and Rodney's... uh, Right, he's uh, ahead right now not my whole bunch but he's ahead right now with the Moscone Cup points so that's obviously doing him a lot of good uh, yep. as far as that goes and uh, just was invited to the uh, Hall of Fame as well he's, ha- he's having a, a, a he's probably having a really good year don't you think? Oh absolutely he's
4: uh, hes hes won some events he's the leader in the points um, have, I've had a lot of conversations with Rodney he's Got a great attitude about everything, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he finished the year at the top of the heap. Quite
3: honestly. Yeah, he's kind of close with with the points, and there's so many more events to to go as far as Mosconi Cup points go. um, But he's not. He's he's definitely in a good spot to, and you know, with all the. uh, adrenaline going, and uh, you know, when sometimes when things are just going your way, you know, it's just like you gave him a pool, man. <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you you miss a ball by a diamond, but everything's been going your way, you got a chance of banking it in the corner, you know, perhaps by accident, and uh, maybe that that's the case. Maybe things just keep running his way. Um, so then we we start, uh, when, do, when when do you start the eight ball? The US the Open. O- eight ball. The eight ball starts immediately after the ten ball.
4: So that will be whew, I'm losing track of days here, Mark. That will be Saturday at ten A. M. Pacific time. US Open eight ball starts.
3: And and you just go through the same channels as you did for the ten ball to get that on pay per view as well. Correct. And you've got different pack. you've got pay packages and all all access passes and everything. We've got the, the best deal
4: is the all-access package that gives you uh, the right to watch everything, all 11 days. And we loop it every night, by the way. So if you miss anything during the day, you can catch it again during the replay. Um, and then we have packages for just the U.S. Open 10 ball, packages for just all three days of the U.S. Open 8 ball, or we have individual day passes. So there's some, no matter how long you have to watch, there's something there for you.
3: Okay, so now, here's here's the thing. This is where your life or somebody's life gets complicated. You also have a number of uh, head-to-head challenge matches that are going on as well. How many of those do you have going, first of all? We have three this year. Three, and then can you tell me who are those three matches?
4: So the first one is going to be the day after the U.S. Open 8-Ball concludes, which will be the 26th. And that will be Shane Van Boning and Torsten Homan, and it's called the Pick Your Poison Challenge, sponsored by Poison. And that will be
3: 8-Ball, race to 21. And so you just play well, obviously, it's just going to be a race to 21 now, is that? So and again, this is. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to act dumb here. Um, the, the, the the eight ball is going to be going on at the same. not at the same time. No. I'm. So, I'm sorry, you broke up on me a little bit. The, the 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 U.S. Open eight ball will not be going on at the same time as that match. Correct. No. The U, the U.S. Open eight ball
4: concludes on the 25th. Okay. The 26th, 20, we will be streaming other high-profile matches from some of our other events that go along with the BCA Pool League National Championships. We have we have three divisions under the BCAPL National Championships umbrella that a lot of the pros enter, such as the 9-ball challenge, 10-ball challenge, and 8-ball challenge. All right. So we'll be picking select matches from that. Uh, All day on the 26th, and then at 5 p.m. Pacific will be the Pick Your Poison Challenge. Same schedule for the following day, the 27th. Select matches from those other divisions. And then at 5 p.m. will be the Tiger Challenge, and that's going to be Francisco Bustamante versus Rodney Morris. And the day after that, July 28th, same schedule, uh, except at 5 p.m. it'll be the OB Challenge. And that will be Justin Bergman and Corey duell eight ball race to twenty one. Uh, by the way, the Tiger Challenge, Luis versus Morris is ten ball race to twenty one.
3: Okay, that's uh, that sounds uh, it sounds like you you guys got your hands full, and but it sounds like it's great entertainment, and great fun for you know the uh, pool community to to be able to get in there and watch. Uh, there's just a lot of good quality pool playing going to be going on. Um, I, I've got, I have to stop for a second because I almost forgot. Um, It'd be mentioned that uh, Mike, for some reason Mike Deshane isn't playing anymore. Or that, Well, he's playing in the tournaments,
4: but uh, probably what you're referring to is he was originally slated to be one of the competitors in the Tiger Challenge. It was uh, Mike Deshane versus Rodney Morris, and yesterday we had to make the unfortunate decision to remove him from that challenge match and insert Francisco Bustamante. Okay, is
3: there any particular reason that you had to uh,
4: make yeah, that decision? Yeah, and I don't, I don't think Mike would mind me saying so, but uh, our very first match on the live stream table yesterday was Mike Deshane versus Danny Smith, and uh, the match was not very close. Danny had a big lead, and uh, Mike Desheen essentially quit before the match was over, forfeited the remainder of the match. And after thinking about that for a few minutes, we can't take the risk of something similar happening during the challenge match. Uh, It wouldn't be fair to our sponsors or our viewers Right. So we made the decision to remove him from that match and insert Francisco Bustamante.
3: How, how, how far behind was he when he fought for it?
4: You know, I'm going off of memory, so I could be a little wrong, but I think it was somewhere around 7 to 1 or 7 to 2, cool. uh, and it was a race to 10.
3: And he just wasn't feeling it and said, that's it, I'm done.
4: And... Yeah. You know, I I didn't really know what was going on with Mike, so I informed him that he was being removed, and uh, he understood. It it was nothing, you know, he admitted that he made a mistake, and I actually took him out to dinner last night and had a chat with him about what happened. And uh, he had some personal issues he was dealing with, and uh, in that moment he just felt like if he stayed, if he forced himself to stay with everything that was going on in his mind, Uh, that he may uh, embarrass himself, maybe. Uh, So he just wanted to remove himself from the situation and uh, get his mind right, so to speak. So that's what happened. Um, He knows it wasn't right, but that's what happened, and uh, he accepts what we did, and
3: he has no problem with it, and everybody's fine. Well, uh, I I couldn't... It, it, that's understandable. I mean, I don't know. You, you, like you said, you don't know if it's going to happen again. Was that that was on a pay per view match as well? Correct. See, uh, yeah, you, 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 even though it's a, uh, you know, it looked like he was just going to get his ass handed to him, basically the, the way, the way <laughs> it was, the way it was going, and he removed himself from the situation. And I don't know if that did anybody any favors or not, but when somebody's paying for something, that's a big problem, you know. And so when somebody's yeah. paying to watch it, uh, you've, uh, you've, you've, you 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 guys probably, you know, well, it don't matter if I agree with your decision or not, does it? You guys made the decision; it's it's the way it is. Well, so. and, and to some extent,
4: Mike agreed with the the decision because he understands that we had viewers at home that paid to watch. He understands that people had paid for VIP seating at the arena, <clears throat> people that wanted to watch him play. Uh, so he understands. There's no hard feelings. There's no drama. Uh, it's over. I think he agreed with the decision, and uh, he knew he made a mistake, and he
3: apologized, and I accept his apology. Okay. Was, um, what else is going on now? I know you've you got to probably get back to – You know, how many people you got? How many plays you got? 7,000 or something?
4: Well, the the first day or two is a light day because it's just nine-ball singles and the U.S. Open ten-ball. Scotch doubles starts tomorrow, um, followed by eight-ball singles the next day, followed by eight-ball teams a few days later. That's when the traffic really picks up. Uh, But we're expecting somewhere around 5,500 people, maybe some more. Uh, busy, busy time. Uh, busy, busy.
2: We,
4: we have over 40 divisions uh, for the amateurs. Nine ball, eight ball, ten ball, uh, mixed, which means men or women can play. Uh, women's only divisions, junior division, uh, teams. Uh, there's all kinds of things going on. Many tournaments. Last year we did over 700 mini tournaments for those people that uh, had a while between matches, or maybe they they were eliminated and they still wanted to play. So there's a lot of activity going on here. Uh, we have nearly 50 exhibitors. Real happy about that. Wow. Uh, there's a
3: lot, lot of action going on here. 50 exhibitors? Oh, okay. Well, I, okay. I'm, see, I'm, I'm stuck with, I always remember the Riviera. And so I always, I, I, I just haven't been to the real. I've never, how long have you guys have been going to the Leon now? Three years? This is the fourth year. Fourth year? Yep. Yeah, I always remember the layout as it was, going, where the vendors would be all around the edge of the uh, ballroom, I guess it's called, right? Yep, uh,
4: Sim- similar setup here. The pavilion is the main ballroom, the exhibitors go around the perimeter. Um, and in past years, all of our exhibitors would sit in the main ballroom. This year, however, uh, exhibitors—the demand was a little higher—and we've actually got a couple in the hallway. So we've got uh, almost fifty
3: vendors here. Nice, very nice. Um, I want to, before I let you go, I just want to give you guys some props—not just on what you're doing there, because I know it's, uh, it's hard work, and uh, it's, it's always—you you guys are trying always to do something good or the poor-playing community, whether it be the amateurs or the pros. Sometimes you win on them, sometimes you lose on them. You know, I'm, I'm guessing I know which ones you win and one, which ones you lose on. <laughs> uh, that's just a half-educated guess. Um, the other thing is, you guys did a, a real nice thing. I think there was somebody else. I think it was AZ Billiards and CSI. Uh, went on your own dime and did the Atlantic Cup Challenge with the juniors. We did. We
4: we provided the free live streaming for the Atlantic Cup Challenge, or I should say Atlantic Challenge Cup. I always get that mixed up. Uh, we were called um, by Jerry Forsyth, really was the first person to reach out to us, and, and Rob Johnson from the BCA. And they were looking for someone to stream the event and uh, we were happy to do it we want to do all we can to support the juniors uh, and the industry as far as that's concerned and we felt we feel like we're we have one of the best live stream productions out there right now Uh, so we took a scaled down version of what we do here uh, to Chicago and uh, streamed that event and from what I hear from the BCA and uh, everyone else involved, they were very, very, very happy with the quality of what we gave them.
3: Good, that's good. Well, I, and I hate to say this, any 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 quality would have been better than not having any at all. You know, but right. the, the, because I think uh, the the junior the Atlantic Cup, Atlantic Challenge Cup. Now you got me all messed up with it. Uh, is uh, something that I think is gonna it's just gonna grow and uh, I speak to uh, skip nemmicick of uh, tweeting Fiverr, mm-hmm. and I know he's he plays a a part in there and uh, my uh, friend Johnny Archer was there as well and uh, Johnny he, he just can't stop talking about it he thinks it's the greatest thing ever so that's uh yeah.
4: It's it's really good. nice to it's really nice to have an event that players and promoters and the kids and the trade organization and all of these different entities who may not always agree on things can finally come together, work together, and produce something really good.
3: Now, what? Just I'm sorry. Just go back real quick, kids. With with the BC Board, what is your position? Just a board member, or are you a some?
4: Well, I'm right, na- right now, just a board member. Uh, however, board members get on various committees. Uh, I have not been assigned to any committee yet. I was supposed to be at the BCA trade show and attend the general membership meeting uh, when it was announced that I won. Uh, however, due to preparing for this event and some unforeseen problems that arose at the last minute, I had to cancel my trip, so I was not there uh, when they actually, when they announced that I had won, I actually found out via text message from Rob Johnson, DCA president, and uh, so I don't really know what I'm doing yet, but I'm sure he's going to fill me in very quickly.
3: Well, you know, you can always put my name forward. I mean, they keep they keep calling me, Rob Johnson, Skip Nemec, who else is that? The guy Ian Anderson from the WPA. They call me, they want me to be on the board of the WPA, the BCA, they want me to be on everything. I I and I can't understand why. Well, because you're but such I, a knowledgeable person. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: no, I'll be honest. Nobody nobody's ever called me about being <laughs> Maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe somebody will someday they're gonna put me on the board of menial tests or something. I'll I'll call I'll call you Mark even if it's just to say hi. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, well, I, I think that's it, unless you've got anything else going on that you think uh, people should know about. I know you said it's a packed week of things, and we've tried to cover everything that's going on, but if you've got something else, please feel free to let us know about it.
4: Well, I, I think we hit most of the highlights. I would just encourage everybody, if, if you can make it to Vegas over the next 10 days, I guess we're almost down to 9 days, I would encourage you to come by. Uh, the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino. If you're in our tournament, you can watch the matches from the Predator Arena or the Amateur Arena for free at any time. If you're not able to make it, uh, check us out on the live stream. If you want to watch the amateurs for free, you can do so. If you want to watch the pros and pay a very small fee, uh, we would appreciate it. Our crew of 12 people would appreciate it because we're really, really trying to produce a top-notch
3: product, uh, and if you check it out, I think you're going to enjoy it. And you see that that goes back to the, this. Uh, you know, I've got some experience, and not to the scale that you guys do. Obviously, not even close. Nobody, nobody really does. Uh, maybe the APA have something uh, close, but the, the just the, the the twelve people you've got on staff that isn't cheap to do. It's expensive to do, when well, there's no guarantee that you're going to get any kind of reward for it. Uh, no, and and the 12
4: people, is just the stream crew.
3: Um, right. We actually have
4: a yeah, we have a staff of over 80 people working this event. Really, so it's quite an undertaking. Yeah, that, that includes referees. I'm guessing, right? That includes referees. You know, registration help desk people, live stream crew, tournament direction, the whole nine yards. In fact. We move our entire office to the Rio for two weeks for this event. And when it's over, we have to load our entire office back on trucks and take it back to Henderson.
3: I know. I've, uh, I've heard that before uh, from Mark Griffin. And he said, well, I'm, I'm moving into the Rio tomorrow. I'm moving into the Riviera tomorrow. And it, it's funny because you're in, you think you're in the same town. But you've got to be on the spot, don't you? I mean, you've got to be there at 10 o'clock at night. Somebody's got to be there to answer a question.
4: Last year year I was here two weeks. Obviously I have to be here several days in front of the event for setup and several days after the event for teardown. Uh, But I was here for a little over two weeks. I left the venue one time, uh, and that was because I had to get something different to eat. I just couldn't eat the same thing anymore. <laughs> I had to go outside. Uh, but I've been here this time since uh, last Friday night. I checked in. Um, I haven't been outside in the last three days. Oh my god! I don't. I don't even know what the temperature is. I mean, it's it's 16 to 18 hour days. You take a cat nap. You get up again and and do it all over again. So
3: here's the question: In about two weeks, where are you going on vacation? I'm going back to work. <laughs>
4: I don't have a vacation planned until like October, so
3: it'll be that's, work, work, work until then. That's that's terrible. That that Griffin is should be a sh- that's a, a shame right there. He should be paying for you and your wife a cruise to the Bahamas in two weeks and saying, "Ozzy, oh, don't even worry about anything, man." Just you when, go
4: on my- when, when you guys post this broadcast, this, uh, this interview, I am going to make sure that he listens to this very segment. If he listens to nothing else, it would be the last two minutes. <laughs> I
3: just thought. Of that. I, I thought. It we a-
4: char- Mark, we actually have a, we actually have a few events right behind this, so there's not much time to rest. Uh, we have the U.S. Bar Table Championships August 22nd through 28th at Westgate. Um,
3: right here in town, in Las Vegas.
4: Uh, and well, me, after
3: that... Well, let me ask you, why, why are you moving to the Westgate and not stay at the Rio? I figure if you've got a good relationship with them, wouldn't you, why wouldn't you stay there?
4: The relationship is good. The problem is the Rio and most Vegas hotels book up way in advance. Uh, so for a tournament that lasts six days or seven days, you really need 10 or 11 days of time for set-up and tear-down, and to find a space in Las Vegas that's big enough for a pool tournament and an open spot for 10 or 11 days is nearly impossible unless you're looking two years out. Wow. Uh, Fortunately, Westgate did have it, and they were one of the few that did have space on any dates at all in 2016. I've never been there. The next place? Uh, Westgate is a nice place. Yeah, that's actually APA will be there uh, in August, and we move in right behind them with the U.S. Bar Table Championships. That's a fairly new uh,
3: Westgate felony, right? It's only a few years old.
4: No, it's not new, but it used to be called the Las Vegas Hilton, I believe.
3: And it simply changed names to Westgate a few years ago okay, I thought it was a whole different like a complex of shoppers like a shopping mall or something that uh, built there nope. i might I might be mixed up with something else um but and so uh, after the um uh, u s bar table championship, which is no longer in reno um what what's what you got next
4: and after that, we have uh, one of our BCA Pool League regional events. It's the Southwest Regional uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I've
4: been there. been there a couple times. Smaller event, but always a fun event. And believe it or not, um, that's one of the events that uh, it, it's so fun and it's such a nice venue, it it almost feels like a vacation.
3: But it's at Fort McDowell, right? Fort
4: McDowell, yeah, well it used to be called Fort McDowell. It went under a name change. It's now it's called Weekapa
3: Resort. Okay. But it's the same same place. Same Same venue. Yep. Yeah. Well, you got your hands full, man. Good luck to you. That's what that's why you make all that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Tell Mark Griffin that.
2: What were
4: you gonna say after that? What? Uh, and, and after that tournament is really the first chance to
3: exhale, take a breath. Okay, well, I'll, 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 it's hard for, for, for me to get I'm going to talk to, uh, hopefully Griffin listens to this, and, and he listens to the cruise that you and your wife need to take uh, right away, most probably. Just a little bit of a cruise, maybe a three-day cruise, over the Bahamas, something like that, you know? Don't and, tell and me. Don't tell don't sell me short. I want five days minimum. Okay, five, five days. We'll get you on that. And uh, it, it's not always cheap. You want to get some souvenirs, so maybe there's a little bit of a tip involved, you know, tip you out on maybe at least 500 a day just to, you know. And then we'll work on you we'll pay raise. I mean, I don't know how much more you can pay you. I mean, you know, what, what, you, what are you on now? About $750,000 750, a year you're getting right now? Oh, yeah, at least. At least, so, yeah. But that's not including bonuses and incentives and whatnot. But you know, it's hard. he's probably not going to want to go much higher than that. <laughs> I'll talk to him. I'll talk to her. I
4: appreciate <laughs> that. It's just it's Mark's money, so who cares?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, listen. Good luck out there. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Stay away from the dancing girls or the dancing bears and the crash tables. And uh, just have a, do the best you can. We really. uh, I know everybody appreciates. Yeah, for the, you and Mark and CSI playing to, to everything that you, that you do there. So hopefully everything works out and everybody has a good time. Well,
4: thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. And thank you for giving me a little bit of time to talk about our events. And uh, hope you guys continue to do well. Thank you very
3: much. You take it easy. Go get some sleep. All right. Thanks. That was Ozzy Reynolds uh, with uh, CSI. Uh, the man who's taken over, you know, the, basically the, the operations, uh, so that the old man, Griffin, can uh, take some time to himself and relax and, you know, in, enjoy his uh, golden years, I guess. But I don't think he does that too much, even. I think he just carries on working, even though, you know, he's got a chance to relax. Um, but... Anybody who's interested, you know where to find all the information now, and uh, watch whether it's the amateurs, maybe it's your friends, your families, uh, teams that you've played against in the past, and the challenge matches with the uh, with the pros and the US Open eight and ten ball. Uh, you're just going to catch the ten, end of the ten ball, I think. But uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been good, it's been enlightening. We thank you all very much for listening. And uh, this is Mark Kentrow, the Legends of Champions report, and we will speak to you next week.